Hello and welcome to the Comic Fade podcast. Today we'll be t- running down all the news. I'm Derek, your host and co-founder. Today I'm here with Jacob, my other co-founder. Hello. And Jeremy, an admin of Comic Fade. Hello, everyone. And for our special guest today, a dear friend of the sh- um, of Comic Fade and Jacob and I, and a talented filmmaker Chandler. Hey guys. Chandler Bally, that's his name, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> All right, so let's get right into the news. <laughs> oh, God, why did I say that? So, <laughs> so first, um, a beloved Stephen King novelist fantasy series, The Dark Tower, is getting a film adaptation, and its first trailer released this morning, starring uh, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba. Uh, so what do you guys think? I think it was a decent trailer. It was okay. I, I wasn't blown away by and the the problem with this for me I feel like um it's so beloved like I'll, it has a huge fan base and they've been waiting for years for this movie and I think it's going to I I just don't think it will live up to their hype. Um yeah, I think there's like 5 books in the Dark Tower series and 7. 7 okay, 7. I was wrong. There's 7 books. So I yeah, I think this is probably this is gonna be a start of a franchise, so I don't really know how this is gonna go. Well, in the trailer, uh, it actually said like based off of the not um the first book, which is the gunslinger. it's been on my read list for a while. Um, I, I own it, but uh, uh, it's it's it said like from the books, so I think they might mash some of them together. I don't know exactly if I'm right on that. but um, this is the big reason why I'm scared for it. So uh, I usually look at the cast, and uh, the the um, one of the screenwriters wrote Insurgent and The Fifth Wave. <laughs> oh, no. So. Oh, that's exciting. So, I mean, anyone can turn themselves around in their film career, of course. But when you have – there was even more bad movies. But if you have a slate of bad movies, I don't know how – it's just um, – well, I mean, the writers of Gangster Squad are doing Aquaman, and the writers of Vacation are doing Spider-Man: Homecoming. So that's true. You just gotta kind of hope it's good. The, the guy who wrote the screenplay for Green Lantern wrote uh, Logan. Yeah, that's true. Whoa. Confirmed. It's, that's that's a huge like. That's yeah. A, yeah. Split like, came a really bad movie and a really good movie. Yeah, the guy who made Avatar made Split, Unbreakable. You know, so yeah, six cents. Yeah, the six cents. Um, yeah, so really, anyone's career could. Um, uh, one thing about the Dark Tower, though, the trailer, I felt like um, it had some interest in cinematography. Um, I feel like Idris Elba won't disappoint. He's always badass and just a cool guy in general. Would you guys agree? Yeah, he seems awesome. So, um, the kid actor, I don't know about it. Like every time there's kind of uh, I was a child actor so I, I know how to do it. but um it's like the like the nice guys angry rice uh I don't know if he has she was brilliant but that that's like out of a bunch of different child actors that aren't yeah. that great there's so not a really lot gamble. yeah there's not a whole bunch of good child actors most of them do okay but there's some that I do really well. Daphne Keene. Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay and um, Daphne Keene. And uh, what's Natalie Portman in that one movie? 
Oh, Leon the Professional. Yeah, Leon the Professional. Yeah, she's really good in that. Um, I was so... going to say Star Wars. Who in Star Wars? Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh! <laughs> Are you an angel? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get to the next one. So, there's a slew of Wonder Woman TV spots um, that were released over the past two weeks. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're all really average and just... Like they're the same this yeah. is my problem they're the same thing i've heard i, I i've heard i've heard that same quote like uh, it's at the end of the trailer at every time and I, i'm so tired of it it's the same shots but in a different order and they add like two different yeah. shots i know I exactly like, what you mean see what they're Who doing is, is because there's this huge controversy on twitter that um that it's not getting enough marketing and then people brought up the feminism topic and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. And it got into this. Now it's about yogurt. I don't know. Yeah. So, so um, then they just, they're like, all right, let's get like as many TV spots as we can right now. <laughs> so they did that. And here we are. So about the like general film and all, what do you guys think about it? For, and the addition of these spots, what does it help or lessen your hype? It honestly lessened it. Like, the idea of a Wonder Woman movie got me hyped, but then, like, the trailers, it just kind of looks like an average action movie with not really... I don't know, Justice League looks a lot better. I agree. Um, I'm... I'm kind of torn on this movie. Like, the first trailer was pretty impressive. Then the other ones, they don't really seem like different types of trailers. They seem like the same... Basically the same trailer, just, like, they move some clips into different spots and exactly. the same thing. It's all just... But the new spots, though, they're kind of convincing me. You see a little bit of Aries. They kind of spoiled that. But um, it's basically the same thing. Who is this woman? You're going to find out. Yeah. What about you, Chandler? Okay. I'm actually really excited for it. Um, I mean, those TV spots are pretty average, but at every time they play Wonder Woman's theme at the end just makes me feel like I want to go work out or something like it's I really <laughs> like that theme and so yeah I don't know I'm really excited for it but I know what you mean the TV spots kind of lessened like how excited I how excited I was for it yeah I, I can definitely agree with all of that uh their average TV spots we'll see it comes out in uh is wait Oh, I was going to say a month from today, a month from yesterday. So <laughs> yeah. I was excited. I was like, oh, my God, is it May 2nd? <laughs> so uh, so our next one, oh, my God, so many trailers and stuff. We always get so many trailers. Um, so a new Kingsman, the Golden Circle trailer, dropped uh, oh. last week. Uh, and I really enjoyed the first film. Uh, I think the second one looks pretty cool, too. So we, what, do you, what about you guys? We only talked about this like three times on the podcast. I know it's just that they're they're like it's there you go good marketing it's equally spread out. <laughs> That's how you know kids if we if we mention it a lot on the podcast. But the trailer looks good. It looks like a good movie. That's all. I that, love... that was a very detailed description, Jacob. <laughs> very... I know it's that's it looks good. That's all I have to say. Well, I love Matthew Vaughn, and so anything yeah, I, that he's going to do, I'm going to watch. Uh, I was obsessed with Kick-Ass when it first came out. And, same. <laughs> and uh, I was kind of late to watching Kingsman. I didn't watch it until like, almost a year after it came out, but and then I really regretted that. I wish I had seen it in the theater. So I'm really looking forward to the second one. 
yeah, I love Matthew Vaughn, X Men First Class, Kick Ass. Those are some good movies. Um, and then the first Kingsman, I saw that in theaters, didn't know anything about it, and I came out loving it. Just rewatched it, and this new trailer looks, it's not really a convincing trailer. If you showed it to me and I never saw the first one, I'd be like, I wouldn't be that interested, but since I saw the first one, I'm already ready yeah. to see the movie. The problem I feel with it was um, trailers need more exposition, I feel, than than this this trailer gave it uh, at the beginning, you know, it's um this is what a Kingsman does. But I just I like if I showed a friend that didn't know what Kingsman was, they'd probably be honestly confused. And then it just I mean it's cool that they played like Frank Sinatra over some badass battle scenes, but it just didn't really explain that much about the story. So Yeah, and then like if you if we showed me it and I didn't know who Harry was, I'd kind of be confused. Like, why is this shipping guy so significant? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I definitely agree. And you, Jacob? Um, yeah, it looks okay. I'm like a somewhat of a fan. Oh, of... I already asked you. I'm oof. Yeah, I, I it's, it's the first one's decent. I like it. I like most of it. Um Except the action scenes, right? Yes, this is like the third time I've mentioned this on this podcast. It's I know. Just, <laughs> it's just that Jeremy and you tweeted the same, like the com- polar opposite thing about the battle scenes at the same exact time. Yeah, within like ten seconds of each other, Jeremy said he loved the action scenes, and I said I hated them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's um, the only issue I have with the movie is that action scenes. But I do like Kick Ass, so I think this one will be good. Yeah. Um. So next, uh, it, um. Josh Gad tweeted on his Twitter account a picture of the penguin, which led us to believe that he's going to play the penguin. We don't know exactly what in. Uh, maybe he by accident tweeted something on his phone, but I highly doubt it. Um, so he, uh, what do you guys think about him playing the? I, I'm not that. Uh, this, this is I'll... a god awful idea. Yeah, oh, Jeff Johns actually followed. Um, yeah, so did David Ayer. Well, he follows David Ayer, which means he's probably in Gotham, Gotham City, City Sirens. Sirens. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the tweet expect- the tweet kind of matches uh, David Ayer's tweet about Black Mask, where he yeah, just tweeted like a random comic panel. Which I'm expecting it to be like Suicide Squad, pretty cringy, but I'm still gonna watch it. Obviously, um, I mean we're comic book fans. Yeah. I don't like Josh Gad that much, but uh, he's definitely not who I would choose to play the penguin. He's but... typecast. That's my problem. Yeah. Oh yeah, the funny fat guy. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, and I just feel like the penguin. Um, he can be very menacing, and he could be threatening, and uh, like, but it needs to be done right. And I just feel like Josh Gad is going to be throwing out one-liners and like tripping. <laughs> He's also going to be following Danny DeVito's Penguin, which I actually really like. I actually uh, that movie creeped me out as a child. I <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. What about you, Jeremy and Jacob? Oh boy, um, Josh Gad. He's okay. I mean, he's kind of forcing himself into everything. You know, he's being more of a bigger star. You know, pixels. Um. <laughs> He recently hosted a Star Wars panel. Now he's doing his DC stuff. So I, I hope we don't see a lot more of Josh Gad. But seeing him as a penguin, I mean, 
he can have the look down. I can look at him and see him dressed up in like a tux and a hat and stuff and like, yeah, I mean, oh yeah, the look. But other than that, he's not really the actor you do for this. Yeah. Um. So next one, something actually, uh, this uh, I was really excited by it. Um, since uh, since Split, I saw a few uh, by accident. I saw a few uh, months ago, and I really enjoyed. So um, by accident, uh, yeah, I was supposed to see Hell or High Water, but the machine broke, so they gave us free tickets. <laughs> so Hell or High Water machine broke. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, um, M. Night Shyamalan tweeted, uh, revealing Glass, which is basically the sequel to both Unbreakable and Split, and stars, uh, James McAvoy, um, Samuel L. Jackson, and, um, and, why am I forgetting this? Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, um, <laughs> in, in, in the roles that they played in the ones before that, so I'm super excited by this, especially since, uh, I thought Unbreakable was okay, and I really enjoyed Split. Um, actually, Derek, you're wrong. Unbreakable is fantastic, and um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard good. this. I've heard this all around that uh, the whole Unbreakable, and now everyone's watching it since the news dropped, and everyone's saying how they loved it. But I, it's it's a, like it's I don't know. I love Unbreakable. It's one of the best superhero movies, but it's not a superhero movie, but it's kind of a superhero movie, and it's like really I really pretty. need to rewatch it. Yeah, you but... do because it's perfect though. But Shyamalan, uh, he, Shyamalan, 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 yeah, uh, he, he's made a comeback in the past couple of years, uh, with, um, that one a few years ago with the house. The Visit. The Visit. visit. I was getting it confused with The Guest. Uh, by the way, (laughs) watch The Guest, great movie. So, and, um, and Split, which, uh, no doubt you can admit is the comeback because it, uh. Good reviews, and I'd say it did fairly well at the box office. Um, I th- yeah, it did. It did really well. So, what do you guys think? I I think personally, cool idea, and the posters actually match match up, which is really yeah. good thinking, man. Like, I didn't um I didn't like I went into Split knowing the 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 like the, the twist at the end, which I wish. Oh, you did? Yeah, I didn't. Like, I that would have been really amazing. Like, if I, because I love yeah. Unbreakable, but, you know, whatever, the internet happens and someone spoiled it, but, um. Yeah, like, all these YouTube, uh, the, uh, the, the thumbnails were all, like, spoiling it. Yeah, because, like, I saw, I saw, like, a spoiler review on YouTube, and I was like, oh, it's just a Shyamalan horror movie, I don't, I don't, like, what, what kind of spoilers are there gonna really be? So I didn't think yeah. it was gonna be something huge, and then they were like, Oh, it's a sequel to Unbreakable, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I was blown away. I was, I was like in the theater by myself, and I was like, "What? Yo!" Because I saw Unbreakable <laughs> before it. I did like a Shyamalan binge. I love Signs, so like any Shyamalan movie, I'm instantly gonna watch because I love Signs like more than anything. Really? Yeah, everybody like I'm like Stuckman kind of because like I think Signs is like a really genius <laughs> film. I did you, did you, did you, I was I was just about to make that joke. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 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 Jacob, did you grow up watching Signs? No, I actually grew up watching The Village, and I love that movie too because it's by Shyamalan. Even though Roger Ebert gave gave that movie a one out of four. So, <laughs> um, yes. 
What about you, Chandler? Um, okay, so about glass in general, I'm I'm really excited because I I need I'm like you. I need to go watch Unbreakable again because I saw it once when I was like nine, and mm-hmm. I, I remember thinking it was okay. I didn't, but it was nothing special back then. Uh, Split, I actually really did enjoy, and. Uh, I knew about the twist too before I went in there, which was kind of disappointing. But I feel I knew bad for you guys. I feel bad. I always get spoiled. Like the internet happens. Just exactly. I, I'm for Superman. I knew about Superman. Force Awakens. I knew about Han Solo. It's, that sucks. Just keep happening to that me. Actually, spoilers just kind of sucks. I feel like there should be. Should I even? I feel like not a law, but like a like a mutual <laughs> respect. Like yeah. yeah. Wait this long for this, this long for this, because I but uh No, I actually think if you spoil movies before they're out, you deserve to get stoned publicly. <laughs> that's that's my personal opinion. Thanks for sharing. Yes. You're very welcome. Alright, so the next one uh came out like a little bit before we started shooting this. Uh um the Defenders got its first try out of nowhere. I was in the middle of school and I was like, What? <laughs> So, uh, The Defenders got its first trailer, which is um, a TV show, a Netflix TV show that's taking well, every uh, Marvel hero that we've had on Netflix, uh, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, bringing them all together to fight one huge threat. What do you guys think? Looks good. I'm kind of excited for it. It's kind of 50-50 for me because I didn't watch Iron Fist. So yeah, I don't. I still, I don't yeah, I still haven't got around to watching Iron Fist. I I'm the only one here, I guess. So I guess I'll talk about Iron. Uh, so <laughs> I look. This is gonna sound really weird, but I watched like five Iron Fist episodes in one day. <laughs> I was sick, so I almost finished the show. That's why you were sick. <laughs> that is why I was sick. So I started um, the show and I never finished. It's one of those. It happens to me sometimes. I didn't finish the last two episodes. I just, and I don't know if I will. Uh, all the other shows have been, I mean, Luke Cage isn't my favorite, but it's still like pretty good. But Jessica Jones and Daredevil have it been amazing. So this also Drew Goddard, the writer of uh, the first two episodes of Daredevil, which are arguably some of the best, uh, oh, yeah. is coming back for That's this. It. And he also wrote The Martian, which I enjoyed. So. Well, I really, really like Daredevil, and so that's, like, if I'm watching the show at all, it's definitely because of that, because I really, really enjoyed the first season and the second season, too. Daredevil. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, th- I love how they use the song, Come As You Are. It's a cool song, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And the trailer didn't show too much, which I, um, which I thought was good. But it did that cliche thing where it's like, uh, and it went a little bit too long. Like after they showed the Defenders logo, they did the same thing they did where they list out all the characters. Yeah. So. And they showed Elektra, which I mean I knew she was coming back, but they they have her in that last shot of the trailer. She's walking down the hall with them. Yeah, you know I, let's talk about like uh, you know just a thought leads to another one. I don't like this whole someone it's the same thing with comic books a lot uh they superman they superman yeah <laughs> superman's electra and they always do this they 
they oh they kill someone off they kill someone but they come back you know they're gonna come back there's no consequences that's why i feel logan did so well except for uncle ben <laughs> yeah, Uncle it's ben like it's like that thing. Never um, coming back. It's like that quote from Stan Lee where he said like the only people that stay dead are Bucky Barnes, Jason Todd, and Uncle Ben, and then Bucky Barnes <laughs> came back. So it was like, yep. And Jason Todd came back. It's like, okay then. I haven't um, gotten that continuation, Uncle Ben, yet though. Um, there was so actually Sony Pictures was... will do it. Sony Pictures. Oh, will do definitely. It. We're getting to that soon, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so. Daredevil season one and two, Jessica Jones, yeah. Luke Cage. Yeah. Iron Fist, I didn't watch, but I love the trailer. You what? Iron <laughs> Fist, I didn't watch it, but I love the trailer. The Sorry, I, uh, yeah, I, I, th I thought I heard something. So you oh. you love the trailer. That's that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I was okay with the trailers, and then I watched it. Oh, fuck. I'm in for the Defenders. I didn't even watch the trailers for Iron Fist, honestly. Oh, you meant for okay. So yeah, I, I'm. I also think it wasn't exceptional. Um, but I think it showed some cool stuff. Some cool. And uh, how do you guys feel about Sigourney? That's a huge thing. I said it in my video. I mean, that's freaking Ripley, man. If you don't respect Ripley, I don't respect you. Um, <laughs> as a villain, that is incredible. I can't wait to see her. I hope she's not just. Another businesswoman like um, yeah. Mariah or Cottonmouth for Kingpin. I feel like that might yeah. be it, but I feel like uh, it's kind of uh, its own um, like typecast. Like I guess the MCU typecast is forgettable villains. This typecast, <laughs> um, this typecast business people because I mean they're not fighting aliens. Oh yeah, true. Also, I believe she's gonna be somewhat associated with the hand. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably, like, the business side and Stick and Electra is going to be, like, the fighting side. Yeah, By the way, what do you guys think of that one shot where Iron Fist, like, punches Luke Cage in the face? Oh, that, was, that was a cool tribute to, yeah. to uh, Luke Cage. Uh, it, it actually reminds me of, um, uh, you know, um, Cap, at First Avenger, I can do this all day, and then he does the same thing. And so yeah. It reminds yeah. me of that. It's like a cool little tribute, like uh, to pay respect to those moments. I think it's awesome. What do you What do you guys think? Yeah, I love I love how his face just jiggles, and you don't need to see like any impact. This is like, yeah. It shows how strong Iron Fist is, cause I don't know how strong he is. They'll watch it, but it shows a little bit how strong he is, cause no one can freaking hurt Luke Cage except for his brother. His brother. <laughs> So uh, let's get into our our next two topics are kind of meshed together. Um, well, it's all based around Logan. So um, Logan, it's Steelbook released, and uh, it has pretty cool Steelbook art uh, on the front. It's kind of a like a comic booky. I, I inside... disagree. With, I disagree with that. What you don't think it's cool? No, it looks like anime. It's nasty. Oh, I'm glad you said it. Yeah, oh, it looks okay. disgusting. Okay, yeah, I, uh, well, I, I, oh. I didn't say I liked it. <laughs> I was describing it. Uh, and also, Logan Noir is coming to theaters for one day on Megan, uh, May 16th, and, um, it, and it's going to come with the Steelbook also. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, but, I mean, um, the Chrome Edition Mad Max Reroad, uh, I watched a little bit of it. 
didn't really make that much of a difference. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Like, I'll probably go see it in theaters just because I want to see Logan again. But making it black and white doesn't really change the experience for me. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of ruins some of the cinematography, some of the like, yeah. shots. Yeah. Don't get to appreciate. But um, Mangled is working really hard to uh, get all the gray tones in. So yeah, I think um, it's gonna be like a lot. He's gonna he's putting a lot of work into it, so I think it's yeah. gonna be better than. Yeah, I, I, I respect that though. And Logan Noir, that just sounds awesome. <laughs> Not Logan Black yeah. and White, so like an old noir film, which I feel like it could be compared to. Um, yeah. Um. So I wish the uh, Steelbook art was different. Like, I'm gonna get the Steelbook, of course, but I just wish it wasn't. That yeah, you're you're a drawing. huge Steelbook fan. Yeah, so. I don't own anything that's not a Steelbook. If <laughs> well, if it's one of my favorite movies, then I own it on Steelbook, and those are the only movies I own. That's I'm gonna have to disagree with you guys, though. I kind of like the artwork because I don't know. I'm kind of maybe it might be a stretch, but you know the whole comic thing, like oh these comics aren't real, and then you see this the Steelbook. It's it's comic. I don't know what I'm saying. I just anything <laughs> Logan, I like it. If you guys know me, I, I love that movie. So. Give it a still book. I don't care if it was drawn by a twelve-year-old. Just give me Logan. Yeah. Um. I, you know, you guys like jumped and you were like, "No, it's bad." So, um, I guess uh, I'm I'm meh on it. Uh, uh, looks okay. I don't know. Uh, I would have preferred the actual poster. I feel like you guys could agree on yeah. that. Yeah. Just which one? Her holding his hand. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an awesome one. Yeah, uh, they're all amazing. So like, yeah, any poster. All... I didn't see a bad poster for Logan. Yeah, and it's just I feel like, you know, that's gonna be the Blu-ray cover, of course. Yeah. Uh, the Steelbook, I just um, it's not impressing. Uh, it's not special, which I feel like a Steelbook should be. It should be artsy and special. Yeah, if I had to choose a Steelbook, I'd probably choose the one with him and Laura running, and it's orange, like in the yeah. background, sunset. I love that one. That one's just beautiful. All all the posters are beautiful. So next one, yeah, I told we we said we were gonna talk about Sony. Here we are. Sony <laughs> Pictures reports a seven seven hundred and nine nineteen million dollar loss in film department. I wonder let, why. Let me let me really let me re say that seven hundred and nineteen million. <laughs> That's you could fund. Let's see. Moonlight was fun. It was funded on one point five million dollars. Seven hundred. Seven hundred indie films. You can make like a, a Moonlight cinematic universe with that money, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Imagine though. So Sony, um, and this is partly due to its invested money in these films that haven't done well, like Magnificent Seven and Ghostbusters and the Angry Birds movie. Right? Wasn't that Sony Pictures? Oh, I believe so. Yeah. So. Um, and the only the only thing that's just keeping them together is Spider Man. They don't even have like the full. full they don't have the full yeah. rights, so I feel like they're gonna be really careful. And I believe maybe that's why they are trying to get more rights back for for yeah, the character. The Venom and movie, the Venom movies and stuff. Um, yeah, and I, like I think I think we all agree Sony Pictures is incompetent. They're stupid. They don't know oh, what yeah. audiences yeah. want. So they this really, really don't. Surprising. Uh, and I feel like uh, Disney is the only one that's really done an amazing job 
with their whole cinematic universe and managing yeah, it's the definitely entire very, thing. very, of course, well planned. Yeah. So I, Sony, I, I mean, I feel bad and it's really sad, but I mean, I don't know how they're gonna get seven hundred nineteen million dollars back. I don't really feel bad because they deserve it after the Amazing Spider-Man oh, movies. Yeah, you know they 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 deserve this, and they deserve it after Life. Just because. I, oh yeah, tell us about Life. We uh, I haven't seen it, but uh, I I heard you hated it. So. I love to complain about Life, so. <laughs> I think we've yeah. seen the last one. Yes, I did. Actually, I've complained I think twice about that movie because it's that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I saw um, Ghostbusters Magnificent Seven and um. Uh, what's the other one? Angry Birds movie. Angry Birds, and I yeah. think seeing those movies, they deserved it. The best one, best was um, Magnificent Seven. Ghostbusters yeah. wasn't horrible, and the Angry Birds movie. Oh my! God. I just feel like, like I just feel like it's not necessarily the content. It's just I feel like they're investing in the. Uh, I like I feel like they're kind of like a uh, Brutus and Julius Caesar. They keep on making bad mistakes, so they're just investing. Of course, because they're a movie studio and they invest in films and give the funding for all of them and produce them. So yeah, I just think they don't understand what people want from movies or what people are yeah. actually want. Example is Ghostbusters rebooting Ghostbusters want... at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't I don't, want I don't a know. Playing itchy bitchy spider. And we have an emoji movie coming from them in a few months. Oh so. gosh, <laughs> I I yeah. feel like this is they were like, all right, what do kids like nowadays? <laughs> All right, emojis. Okay, okay. Yeah, but they're like we need six our money years, back. They're like six years late on the whole emoji thing. Yeah, it's like they're not even. No, no one even buys those emoji pillows anymore. Whatever. Yeah, because it's but, not 2011. But guys, Patrick Stewart plays a poop emoji. Like, you know. They better be paying him graciously for it. <laughs> they are because they want that 719 million dollars back, which they will take from kids and their parents pockets so our next one is lego lego sets so thor ragnarok and justice league um they they each they each got um lego sets the picture is released full disclosure these were leaks yeah they were leaks so we got we got our tweets taken down for talk for posting them so i don't know how safe we are to talk about this but there's yeah there's like a sense for... so there's art there's cool. articles and stuff and everything so so I'd... we can talk about it yeah i, I, I don't know <laughs> it's F- funny we're debating the fbi is on, the on, their, on their way yeah, the yeah Lego, the, the twitter, twitter support <laughs> but um i i'd say leaks count as news so let's go into it why are we okay. discussing this okay so thor ragnarok got two sets um, one was the arena battle that we saw in the first trailer. We discussed that in the last, uh, last podcast. Here's marketing again. I'm sorry. Um, so, uh, it's, and it's just the battle, like the battle gladiator arena where they're going to fight. And the second one is like, uh, it seems like it could be a final battle or a battle of some sort. It's, uh, Thor and Bruce Banner and Valkyrie and they're fighting, um, Hela and a bunch of her minions. Um, Bruce Banner or Hulk? I think what's important about these Lego sets is that Jeff Goldblum is a Lego figure in one of them. All right. Which... You know, can we just all just praise Jeff Goldblum and his insane talents? He's going to be a Lego figure He's... in a Thor Ragnarok set. Okay, that's how amazing. 
these Lego sets are. Jeff Goldblum. Like, we, we have more news down below about Jeff Goldblum, but like, Jeff Goldblum, man. And we're, that's, that's, it's spectacular, honestly. What, any impressions about the Lego sets? I'm, I oh, don't really well, buy Legos anymore, so. Um, I think they're cool. I just don't have the money because they're ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but, you know, um, when I was a kid, they were like 20 bucks for like this huge, like, and now a Death Star is like $600. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. But we did get our first kind of look at Steppenwolf for Justice yes. League. Yes, so oh, Justice yeah. League. Um, and something that really pisses me off about that entire thing is that they showed Superman in the set. Yes, I was going to say something about that. Yeah, it's... that's... I... And Chandler's a huge fan of BVS, so... Yeah, I was about to say, um, last year when Batman vs Superman marketing was starting and they released the Lego sets... I had some money, and so I have, like, three Lego sets from Batman vs. Superman. And yeah. so I planned on maybe getting them for Justice League, but I was looking through those pictures, and I was like, okay, well, now I can pretty much assume that this scene, now when the scene starts, I can know that Superman's going to be in it. Yeah. It's most likely now. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why they were leaks, because yeah. Lego probably didn't want to reveal this this early, but still, it's just unfortunate. Cause now I mean, know... they spoiled Giant Man. So. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting to me that they would show Superman because with the Civil War sets, they didn't have Spider-Man in any of them, and they replaced him in the airport fight with um, Agent some I forget Agent Thirteen, I think it is. Yeah. Um, they replaced Spider-Man with like Agent Thirteen in the Lego sets for Civil War, so I don't know why they would put Superman in the Justice League yeah. sets. Yeah. And maybe it's legal reasons. Maybe. Maybe it's because we already know he's gonna be in the movie. Yeah, you know, because... that whole thing, it's just that last shot in BBS shouldn't have been there. That, like, that last two seconds where you see Yeah, the, if they really the wanted us to, like, n not be sure about it, then they shouldn't have shown that. You, you take a film like Logan, right? You take Logan, it's this impactful ending where all the correct shots are used, where it correctly just impales your heart. But I watched the end of BBS and I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> Uh, they're throwing phrase for him. That's cool. I right. I really like Batman vs Superman. So, but I, there's aspects of it that I dislike. Not really yeah. in the movie, but in the universe that they're trying to set up. Like I just I don't like that they killed Superman in the second film in the franchise because I just think that yeah. wasn't a good move. It's way too early, and no matter what you guys say, I feel like they're catching it. They're trying to catch up with. Just imagine at the end of the Logan if his claws come out of the grave. <laughs> it's on a blu-ray special features uh extended scenes so um, the lego another thing in um just like said it showed the entire um flying fox and apparently the batmobile can like shoot out of it that's weird i kind of interesting uh yeah. they're gonna have an action action scene probably that huge battle in the trail and that's probably where this is gonna take down maybe yeah and uh, these are all predictions. And Steppenwolf, I don't know. He looks okay. I mean, yeah, I can't really judge a CGI character off of a off of a leg. Yeah, it's not like you're Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that a meme, Jeremy? For you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this happened a while back, but Fate of the Furious, the eighth Fast and Furious movie. 
it surpassed one billion dollars in um, global box office sales. Yeah, this made it. This made it the twenty-first highest-grossing movie of all time. Twenty-first, and I don't. I just feel like these films are kind of lazy action movies. I haven't yeah. seen. Um, Fate of the Furious I, is so entertaining that I'm like I'm. I don't even care that this happened. It's extremely like stupidly entertaining. I I, I guess I'll have to watch it to judge, but um. Uh, I feel like other films, you know, um, but I guess um, uh, if you guys um, said, I- I'm glad that it passed that. It just kind of surprised me. Um, I feel like, I guess it was a dull month for movies. <laughs> Go see Power Rangers, man. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was going to bring up. Like Power Rangers. They need that yeah. movie. I'm not... I'm not really happy that this happened because I really dislike the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. I, I mean, there's there's a point to where I can watch them too, but it gets to this certain point where I'm like, do they even like respect me as a viewer to show me this and make me actually try to believe it? And yeah. so I just wish, like what you said, like Power Rangers, like wouldn't it have been amazing if Power Rangers had done something like that? Like movies yeah. that actually deserve to to do this well at the box office. I just wish it would have happened to a different movie. Yeah, I'm um, kind of happy. Yeah, I agree. That either that or Power Rangers could have got the money though, because you know they're both kind of diverse. You know the team in Fast and Furious. Like people really don't see that and don't mention it a lot. But yeah, it's pretty. I diverse. feel like Power Rangers is more diverse personally. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel. Uh, and I feel like Fate of the Furious uh, doesn't. Exactly respect yeah. women, and uh, and <laughs> yeah, definitely it definitely doesn't. So, um, and I I'm not the biggest fan of the franchise like Chandler. So it does respect I also... Cherokee drums, though. Yeah, <laughs> I will I think it's kind of like a Cherokee drum. <laughs> I think it's kind of disrespectful to Paul Walker as well. Yeah, like they oh, have yeah. all these movies, and he's like, I mean, I would call him the main character over Vin Diesel's in the first one. At least, and then it feels they like the main character kind they of should have ended it at seven. With yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. That would have a perfect ending to this franchise. But now, like, how how is the, where's the end game here? Like, how am I supposed to be happy at the end when the main character dropped out like three movies ago? Yeah, I I feel like if for money, and I feel like yeah. it's sad because Paul Walker seems like an amazing guy, and he passed away. And they, I felt yeah, they try to they try to like pay respect to him in the movie, but it just feels forced and cheap. And, like, even in the movie, yeah, they talk about him, and they're like, I forgot what their excuse was, but they were like, oh, why don't we just call, like, Brian in on this or whatever. And then they're like, like, no, we can't. He's like, no, let's just not disturb him or whatever. And it's just like, (laughs) okay, like, what? (sighs) Yikes. All right, so the next next news is it's God Bless America. It's amazing. So Jeff Goldblum, that's right, Jeff Goldblum, he is going to return for Jurassic World 2. No no matter how I guess you feel about Jurassic World, um, I actually haven't seen it, but um, I just love Jeff Goldblum, so. I I um, I adore Jeff Goldblum, and this movie for me is a 10 out of 10 already. Uh, I'm going to go see it after the <laughs> night. That's for sure. <laughs> I uh, I guess I'm gonna have to see it now. I wasn't planning on it before. I the first yes, one man. was it was okay to me. Uh, I mean I enjoyed certain parts of it, but overall I thought it was okay. Like I probably would rent the second one at a Red Box, but now 
increase. Yeah, and I feel like bringing... Okay, so if you reached this point in the Comic Feed Podcast, Episode 3, um, our recording accidentally messed up, unfortunately, and probably... It's Jacob's fault. Yeah, it's... I'll take the blame, um, but like the I'm last... Kidding, Jacob. But about like the last five to ten minutes of the podcast was cut off, so yeah. you guys are gonna miss out on a little bit of stuff. But we're me and Derek are just doing this outro, so you guys can, you know, it doesn't just randomly cut off. And uh, yeah, and we're uh, super sorry that this happened. Yeah, uh, we're gonna try our technical difficulties happen. Uh, we've been trying to, we've uh, tried to be consistent with the podcast and everything. Uh, and we're sorry that we messed up. So. Yeah, um, I also want to say thank you to Chandler for appearing on the podcast, and it was a ton of fun to talk to him, and we also have a guest star coming next week, and, uh, and you can... Uh, and one thing for Chandler, uh, just gonna throw in a bump for him, uh, uh, so he has a movie coming out soon, uh, and it's called The Best of Friend, it's kind of like a crime, a drama, thriller, action movie that he worked really hard on. Um, and to find more, out more about it, uh, he, uh, I've seen a little bit, and it's really cool. Uh, he has trailers and stuff. Uh, follow him at Cinematic EX. Really cool dude. Yeah, he's um, he's awesome. You can also follow us on Twitter at Comic Fade. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, which is just Comic Fade. Uh, we're getting close to 100 subs, so you should definitely subscribe there. You can follow us on SoundCloud, and you can keep updated with our podcast on iTunes as well, and our website. Yeah. And exciting stuff coming to the website. Yeah, uh, the website is um, yeah we're gonna bring it back like even bigger. Um, yeah. So yeah, comicfade.com. In case you don't know that it exists, and yeah. So, so I I guess that's it. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the third Comic Fade podcast. Uh, um, and just have a nice day. Bye. Bye.